everybody and welcome back to Allison List Meditation Podcast where we talk about meditation and how it actually helps us in a very practical way to with ease of life maybe we could say or a better way some may call it the art of living But what are the things that we can do that will kind of ease this experience? Or sometimes maybe just helping us through a difficult time. As we know, life is um, a roller coaster ride. And sometimes you're up and sometimes you're not. And for those times that you're not, how do we, how do we actually get ourselves up again? Um, it's important to do so because otherwise um, when we hit a rough patch, let's say, or we have a challenge that's difficult, um, these things have been known to keep people down for much longer than necessary and sometimes forever. So this is a practical podcast, I like to think, with tips and real things that you can do that actually will switch your circumstances. And oddly enough, the way to switch the circumstances is sometimes different than you may think. Uh, we sometimes feel the, the, the pressure, let's say, or that we have to change the circumstances, where what I th have learned is that actually you don't. Um, what you have to do is work on yourself uh, make the switches from within, and the circumstances will therefore change. One of the practical tips that we're going to talk about today is how to uh, improve your situation and this one is going to sound a little counterintuitive, <laughs> as most of this advice is, actually, as I've learned, when you initially think, wait, how can that be the way? Um, and yet it is. And one of the things that you have to do is typically we try to improve ourselves. We try to be a good person. We try to look at the aspects of ourself that is good. And what I have learned is that you have to actually look at the aspects of yourself that are not. If you want to experience what I like to call heaven on earth, you have to look at what a piece of shit you are. Because we all are. As discussed in a previous uh, podcast that I did is there is no such thing as a good person and a bad person. 
you are both. You have the potential for both. So if you've been somebody who's not so good, made lots of mistakes, um, you don't have to accept that as your plight. You can actually uh, have the good side of you potentialized. And believe it or not, one of the ways to trigger that is to actually look at how bad you are or the aspects of yourself that are not so good. Most people concentrate on how good they are and how good they can be. And of course, this isn't a bad thing. Every day I ask myself, how good can I be today? And see if I can do the best I can for myself and the people around me. However, a really seriously effective hack to a wonderful and purposeful and peaceful life is to look at how horrible you actually are. And this is just another example of how you have to kind of go through the pain. As you know, one of the things we talk about a lot is having to go through something difficult. Uh, most people not only do not do the exercise we're going to talk about, but they don't even realize how bad they actually are. <laughs> we're so busy looking at other people and how bad they are and criticizing them that we often don't realize that we are no better. So what you have to do is, um, and I like to do these things before or after a meditation, but just take some time to yourself and really think about your life and the times that you were not good. Think about the times that you were possibly mean to somebody, maybe even cruel, selfish, greedy, afraid, and really just face it. And believe it or not, it's not always easy to do because we have convinced ourselves, some of us, so much of how good we are because we do try and, for the most part, try to be a good person. But I will say for me, this was one of the hardest things I've ever done, actually, was to have to really look at my life from the beginning, as far as I could remember it, up until now, and just face how bad I have been. It still is a tricky exercise. When I do it, it's just so difficult. It's actually quite physically nauseating. It's, it's sickening. It's very upsetting and quite unsettling, just to say the least. To have to look at the times that you were just a horrible human being. Um, for some people, and I can even say for me in the beginning, um, I didn't even think it was possible. <laughs> <laughs> because I actually had convinced myself quite well that I was such a great person, a great partner, a great mother, uh, a great daughter, a wonderful student, 
uh, just all the things throughout my life. I, I, I think it's because I, I do think I really tried hard to do the right things and, and be a good person. But I had literally convinced myself that um, I was. And so the exercise wasn't easy. But when you go through the pain of this exercise, if you're brave enough to look at the truth of yourself, something quite miraculous happens. I guess the experience is it is the truth or the expression rather is that it is the truth that will set you free. And I think that expression partially comes from this ability to be able to see the truth about yourself. And even though you may have spent lot, much of your life doing good deeds in pursuit of, of goodness, acts of generosity, I, I always looked at myself as like a very generous person, somebody that did a lot of good. I mean, I was a, a Rotarian for God's sakes. <laughs> And you come to believe very strongly that you're good. And uh, what happens there is you can actually be quite critical of other people that are not measuring up to how so-called good that you are. But it is the truth that will set you free. Uh, sometimes I would call these exercises the dark night of the soul. When... I just take that time to just go back in my mind and really just think about all the times, even in little ways or big ways, that I was mean to somebody, that I was perhaps cruel, not very kind, and really take a good look at myself. And in a way, it's kind of almost like taking like a shower, I guess, where you're kind of just washing off all of that dirt by the sheer noticing of it, by simply bringing awareness to it is amazing how it will catapult you into a higher vibration. And so if you've been avoiding something like this, I would say, see if you can be brave enough, because you do have to be brave to look at this stuff as it is, the truth of it. As my friend Vic said, the God-forsaken truth of it all. And have a look at what you, the part of yourself that is so-called bad. And that's when you begin to realize that there are no good and no bad people that each of us contains the potential for both. At any minute, we can potentially respond in a way that is kind, caring, loving, or we can respond in a way that is mean, nasty, selfish, and that we have this opportunity every day several times a day. Even how you're going to respond to yourself. So when you do have a dark night of the soul and you're looking at this side of yourself, it's important too 
and you will naturally see how this happens, but you will bring a certain, um, um, let's say, a kindness even to yourself, a forgiveness, if you will, um, an understanding of yourself, why you've done what you've done and why you acted in ways that were less than. And in so doing, kind of forgiving yourself for it, looking at yourself as a child in a way that was just lost, perhaps fearful, because that's really all where this stuff comes from. When I think about what's happening today and why this is even important, it's, it's, this is why the so-called cancel culture is actually ruining our, our societies and making people like worse and worse. There are some people who are calling out other people for being bad people. You see this again with our politicians, some of the worst examples of our society, you can see there, of people that are claiming to be on the side of good and calling out the other one. I notice that sometimes when they're running on election or whatever, they're all, instead of saying what they're gonna do and you know, their plans and their ideas. They spend the entire time just telling you how bad the person they're up against is. And uh, this is what we don't want to do. We're all potentially bad people. There are no people on this planet that are just good. There's just no such thing. And I don't even like to categorize people as, oh, these are the good people, these are the bad people, oh, this person did this, so therefore they should not be allowed to have an opinion, they should not be presented to the public society, they shouldn't be allowed to have a voice, because unlike myself, these people are not good. The key of this whole thing is to just look at yourself. In fact, even when I will call it politicians, for example, I mean, I always think, okay, that's my opinion. And by the way, just for the record, we can still have opinions, we can still talk about things, we can still analyze people, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's the human experience. But I'm talking about, like, you know, when you're alone in the deep, the deep part of your soul. Just look at yourself. Whenever you begin judging other people, at some point, this will always always, always lead to eventually you. And we see this already in, let's say, our so-called cancel culture where, you know, people are saying, oh, these people are no good, these people are no good. And then, like, literally six months later, the same people that were calling out the so-called no good people are now, we see evidence of their misbehaviors, let's say. And so it's like the, uh, it's like chasing a tail, for example. At some point, you're going to eat yourself. So there's really no point in just um, judging already people. That's why we see the people that are trying to cancel people are they're now getting canceled. <laughs> so I think the key here is let's not cancel anybody. If there's somebody that you think, oh, this isn't for me, this is not my vibe, you know, I'm not interested in this person, what they have to say, so then don't. You don't have to. But don't try to take them out. So another person doesn't have that experience. Also, sometimes it's, um, 
you know, when you see a person who's, let's say, in your opinion, misbehaving or not acting in the best way, sometimes it's, it's important that we see the evidence and we know what a person is all about. It's revealing. So in the future, just look at yourself. If you want to make the world a better place, just look at yourself and make a change, I believe is the expression. And so that's what people are doing that are vibrating high. They have done several dark nights of the soul and just looking at yourself, looking for what I like to call the truth, the truth of the matter which you will eventually understand there is no truth because there is no thing. <laughs> but for the sake of just practicality, try that exercise. Be brave. Be honest with yourself as best you can. Oh, I will say too, this does get easier and easier. Um, like everything, the first time you do it, you may find it impossible. And then the more you keep it up, the easier it gets. And um, yeah, and you don't even need to have the dark night of the soul anymore at some point. It's just so obvious that you know you have the potential for both good and bad. You accept it thoroughly because to not accept it would be to deny the truth. And it is in the acceptance of things that we are able to kind of rise above. So let's just take five minutes and do a five-minute meditation. Close your eyes. And bring your attention to your breath. And you may notice that when you bring your attention to something such as your breath, you have a slight tendency to want to control it. So here we practice not controlling anything, allowing the breath to just be as it is. Notice where your breath is now, whatever it is, deep or shallow. It makes no difference. And just follow your inhale with your attention. Follow your exhale. Notice perhaps how short or how long it is, just noticing. Perhaps you can even notice the moment in between an inhale and an exhale. Is there a moment in between an inhale and an exhale? Just notice. 
And notice how your breath comes and goes without your help. You can take a purposeful breath. This will bring your attention immediately to your breath. And then just allow your breath to come and go naturally. We say we breathe, but the breath is actually breathing us. The other thing you may notice coming and going exactly like breath without your help are your thoughts. And like your breath, the thoughts come and go without your help. You can create a purposeful thought, but for the most part, your thoughts are coming and going like breath, all by themselves. So anytime you notice your attention is on a thought, just bring it back to your breath. Use your breath to hold your attention away from thought. And whenever you're ready, just open your eyes. And have a great rest of your day.